Um, I knew nothing about horses when I started at Hetra. I knew that animals in general were great therapy tools mm -hmm. or can help benefit in a lot of ways. And Hetra really takes that bar to a whole new level. And we serve anyone ages two to 92 of any different diagnoses and disabilities and backgrounds and through riding a horse. Welcome to High Trust Professionals, a podcast where we interview top industry and community leaders, business owners, and entrepreneurs from across the country. Hear what it takes to build trust, be a respected leader, be productive, and win your day. Sit back and relax as we dive into another episode of High Trust Professionals podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of High Trust Professionals. I'm Lynette Aerosmith, your podcast host. And with me today, I have my friend Kaylin Sortino with Hetra. Welcome. Thank you. Thank, Thank you so much you. for having me. I know this is such a busy time of year for you guys. So thanks for taking the time. Anytime. Let's start by telling everyone what Hetra stands for. Yes. So Hetra stands for Heartland Equine Therapeutic Riding Academy. And that's why I let her say that because <laughs> I would have messed it up for sure. And so what's your role there? I am the development director. What does that mean? Uh, that means that I help with fundraising, donor relations, um, community engagement, mm -hmm. all the fun stuff. Yeah, that is the fun stuff. Yes. And, you know, I was poking around the website a little bit, which will make sure everyone knows where to find you. Yeah. You know, if you really don't know, you don't know. You don't. Oh, my yep. gosh. They're just, I mean, I even got to learn about the horses. Yeah. The horses have profiles. <laughs> they do. Have, they are a part of our staff. They're yeah. probably one of the most hardworking in our herd and our staff, so. I love that, it was so fun. So we'll come back to that. Yeah. So just tell us your story. Like, how did you get here? Like, oh gosh. You know, I mean, <laughs> really, you know, cause you found your way to this role and position. Yeah, a little over a year ago now. Um, so I've actually been in development since high school, which is weird to think about. And whenever anyone would ask me growing up what I wanted to do, I had no idea. And then finally in college, someone's like, well, you do realize you're kind of doing development. Like oh. there is a job oh. for you. Yeah. So in high school, I wanted to get out of school early. Yeah. And so my senior year, I found out I could by um, signing up for an internship. So I did that through Heart Heart International, oh, which nice. is, yes, this big disaster relief yeah. nonprofit. And so I was their community engagement intern. And so um, I did that in high school. In college, I had an internship as a marketing intern for Opportunities Unlimited, and they're a brain and spinal cord injury rehab center in Sioux City, Iowa. Mm -hmm. And then, okay. um, so I got my bachelor's degree in business administration and marketing, mm -hmm. and then I got my master's in leadership management in my first, uh, yes. Hello. <laughs> so fancy. Overachiever. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I fell into it, and I still didn't know graduating what I wanted to do, and mm -hmm. so I took the summer off after graduating. Yeah. And a friend of mine's mom actually sent me a job in Sioux City, Iowa, as the downtown business development coordinator. And I was like, what is that? Like, what? For the city? For like, the city, okay. yeah, for downtown That's Sioux cool. City. Yeah. And so I looked into it and it was basically community engagement, um, talking to the businesses in downtown and helping retain them yeah. as well as bringing new businesses in. And I was like, well, that sounds fun, right? Like, that's perfect. That sounds like a perfect job. And, and it was a nonprofit. And yeah. so I had followed that trend. And then before leaving, I was in Sioux City for 10 years. And I, before moving to Omaha, was the development director for the Boys and Girls Clubs of Siouxland. 
So I have always been in development, right? Yes. And, and uh, a lot of nonprofits. Yeah. Nonprofits have my heart. Yes. Uh, something bigger than myself, which is great, and being able to give back into the community. And mm-hmm. so when um, last year, beginning of last year, we decided we were moving to Omaha, and we were only going to move to Omaha if I found a job that I loved because I loved my job in Sioux City. Mm-hmm. And that is when I found Hetra, and yeah. it was a match made in heaven. Honestly. <laughs> well, and you know, I, I was exposed to Hetra. I can't even tell you how many years ago. So I was mm-hmm. in a networking group. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. You do this or you do that, whether it's a chamber or it's center sphere or BNI, whatever the case. And there was someone from Hetra in my group. Mm-hmm. And we actually went on a field trip and went. So I nice. Been to, I've, You've seen our facility. I've seen your facility. Oh, good. And I've been in the barn. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, oh my gosh, like, you just don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And we're going to talk a little bit about that nonprofit space because I just think that there are so many unsung heroes and unsung organizations mm-hmm. who help so many. So many. And there's so many nonprofits in Omaha alone. Yeah. So, yeah. But we're here to talk about it. <laughs> okay. So that's your story. That's great. Yeah. We know what you do. That's wonderful. So, how would you, how do you even begin to describe? what Hetra does as an organization. So their mission is to improve the quality of life, both physically and mentally, for children and adults of all ability levels through equine-assisted therapy or equine-assisted activities. Mm -hmm. Um, I knew nothing about horses when I started at Hetra. I knew that animals in general were great therapy tools Mm -hmm. or can help benefit in a lot of ways. And Hetra really takes that bar to a whole new level. And we serve anyone ages two to 92 of any different diagnoses and disabilities and backgrounds and through riding a horse. Because a lot of our participants can't walk or maybe have difficulties walking or difficulties building those muscles. And horses walk the same way people do, honestly. But now four legs. Yes. And so when they ride... So horses, horse therapy, you know, you, we know of like service dogs or yeah. even service cats, Yeah. horses. So how, how does that create therapy? So if I'm an attendee a per- yeah, a participant. and I'm sitting on a horse, yeah. what, does, what does that do for me? So animals in general are very um, in tune with our emotions and horses are no different and maybe even more so mm-hmm. than other animals. Mm-hmm. And so they, one, can sense if you're scared or if you're nervous or if you're sad or happy and if you're anxious, Mm -hmm. they will then mirror that emotion with you. And so it's a really great tool to use if you are super anxious. That horse is also going to be anxious and, like, not want to sit still and, like, kind of move around a lot. Mm -hmm. And so for a lot of our participants, mentally and emotionally, that helps kind of bring them back down to a sense of, like, Mm -hmm. calming gravity. Uh, but riding a horse builds that core strength in the muscles okay. that some of our participants might not be able to work on or utilize sure. in an office setting. Right. Yeah. So. So, so two to ninety-two. So two to ninety-two. You have a participant who's two, and you have someone who's ninety-two. Yeah. Really? Yes. We oh. see. We are currently at one hundred and fifty participants a week. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how often? Because. I can't remember how funding works. I know yeah. you have a Hetra University. We do have what a Hetra. What is that? So that's our mentorship program. Okay. Um, so Hetra has been around for 33 years. Mm-hmm. So we started in 1989. 
And we have now gone through all the hiccups that other centers might be going through, and we've kind of found our stride. Mm -hmm. And so Hetra University helps those other centers and those other individuals looking to start up or grow like Hetra is. So they can come to us and either um, shadow one of our staff. Um, They can get documentation even for like their volunteers or for their participants Mm -hmm. and kind of go through classes, if you will, or different like mentorship opportunities. So that's what Hetra University is. That is so cool. Yeah. I mean, what a gift. It's incredible that Hetra wants to help everyone else succeed, right? Right. Like we can only serve so many people and we want to serve as many as we can. Mm -hmm. And if it that's spreading our reach throughout the nation even, because we have centers from all over coming to Hetra to ask for some sort of assistance or help. Right. Yeah. So let's back up to the um, funding side. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going there yet, Kaylin. But the um, participants, what do you call them? Participants. The participants. Yep. And so I know that you do fundraising. That's so important. Your gal is coming up, which we'll definitely talk about. Yeah. How does someone pay? I mean, is it all donations or do the participants have a financial obligation. We break it up a little bit. So there is a little bit of financial obligation um, just because we see so many participants and we have so many individuals looking to come to Hetra for services Mm -hmm. that it kind of helps keep everyone accountable. Uh, But we only charge about 10% of what a service would cost. That makes sense. Yes. So the rest is either fundraised or through scholarships or sponsorships. So if 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 you see 150 a week, Yes. Is that 150 different people each week? Or is this something where someone uses this therapy on a continual basis? 12 weeks. So we do um, quarters. So 12-week quarters, basically, or courses is what we call them. Um, And so individuals will come, and they will ride for 12 weeks in one of our many different programs that we have at Hetra. Mm -hmm. And then after that 12 weeks, they'll get reevaluated and decide if they want to continue riding, um, continue reaching different goals, Um, Most of our riders do continue to ride with us. And then eventually, if they graduate and are able to be more independent or things like that, we see a lot of participants actually volunteer at Hetra then after the fact because they don't want to leave us or part ways. Yeah, right, right. So we've had a rider who's actually been riding for 30 years with us. Isn't that wild? He started when he was like seven. He's an incredible story in and of himself, but told he would never walk again about... 12, 14 weeks into the Hetra program, he was walking to his sessions and still continues to build those muscles each and every day. Oh, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Because, and you know, I'm not a rider. I have been on a horse and I just know that it takes strength. Yeah. Like you said, it's that core. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that you have some assistance. So if someone really doesn't have the strength, it's not like they're riding around by themselves. Correct. Right? You've got guides. Yes. Yeah. In therapy services, there could be up to maybe five individuals helping that one participant during their 30-minute session. Oh, wow. Yes. So you need lots of volunteers. We need lots of volunteers. (laughs) We have over 200 volunteer shifts a week just to keep Petra's doors open and going. Non-pay-for volunteers. Correct. Oh my gosh. Isn't that incredible? What a gift. I think last year they donated 24,000 hours to Hetra. Just last year. I can't. I mean, that's like hard to wrap your mind around. It, yes. That is. Volunteers are the heart of Hetra. Oh my gosh. It's incredible. We're, we're so thankful for them. So then how do you gauge your success as an organization? 
to continue to grow and evolve. I think when we started, we had one participant, um, one horse and three volunteers. We now have 28 horses, 156 participants a week, yeah. over 200 volunteers, yeah. uh, 16 full-time, part-time therapists and instructors. Oh my God. Uh, and always looking to build programming, build our outreach to make sure that we're continuing to give back and do the best mm -hmm. that we can for our community. You know what I love? I love your passion. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I love it. This is not just a job to you. No. And that is so obvious. Thank and you. yeah, I mean, that just, that just. Thank you. Yeah, that just makes me smile. So money, 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 money. So let's talk about the best worst conversation. The gala is coming up. The gala is coming up uh, on April 29th. Mm -hmm. That is our biggest fundraiser of the year, but not our only fundraiser. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's our only like in-person event. And it's at the barn. It's called our Blue Jeans and Dreams. So it's our 23rd. So it's our 22nd annual. Yeah. Uh, highly recommend jeans and boots, not open-toed shoes because it's in yeah. our barn floor. Yeah. Get a little uh, dirty. Get a little <laughs> dirty. Uh, but a whole lot of fun. We're going to have over 500 people, a live auction, a silent auction, dinner catered by Hy-Vee. And um, you get to see the horses. And we showcase every year at Blue Jeans our new Hetra video. And so we oh. pick a participant or a volunteer or a story, mm -hmm. and we build a video around them to display in this year's. I would almost put all my money down that there will not be a dry eye in the house. I'm sure not. I, I've already cried, and it's not even finished <laughs> every time I see it. So the family comes from two hours away, oh, oh. just one way, four services for Hetra. Wow. Yes. Now that's a story. It's an incredible story. Well, so come to Blue Jeans if you want to see come it. Come to Blue Jeans <laughs> on the 29th of April. Yes. Yes. And sadly, I'm going to be out of town. Oh, able to, okay. I looked. I did. We'll I show did you look. afterwards. Would you? Yeah. yeah. We posted it online after. Oh, Blue that Jeans. would be great. Yep. That's awesome. So 500, is that maximum or is that just the number of attendees this year? Uh, We'll be over 500 this year. So we're currently right at 500, yeah. but it's, yeah, our biggest one so to date. Yes. Which is great. Yes. Yes. So one of the other things that I know that you do mm -hmm. is you have services for veterans and first responders. Yes. Tell me more about that. Yeah. So we do a lot of different programming and that's something that is fun for me to go out to the community and talk about is that most people, if they know about Hetra, they know about one aspect of Hetra, but we have yeah. seven different like programs within our facility. And one of them is the veterans and first responders mm -hmm. program mm -hmm. um, that is free of charge for anyone in our community their family, as well as their caregivers. And so we have a coffee hour once a month. We have a veterans experience and a veterans project team once a month that they can come out to Hetra and build something on our facility, mm -hmm. um, maybe partner with participants or partner with college kids that'll come out and really just kind of do something together and kind of just veterans and first they don't want help right they don't need anything they want to just give back and yeah. feel like they're a part of a community mm -hmm. and hetero's community we love having them there mm -hmm. um, and then we do have some individuals that also ride or help keep the horses and kind of groom the horses because that's therapeutic for themselves right yeah yeah that's really awesome super cool okay so here we sit 
having our little podcast. Yes. And I think that you guys also have a podcast. We do have a podcast. <laughs> so during this podcast, tell me about the podcast. Yeah. So ours is called Not Just a Pony Ride because uh, it's a fun little joke for everyone that a lot of times we'll get asked, well, isn't it just a pony ride? Like you're just having participants ride horses. Like what all does that entail? Or it yeah. can't really be that much outside yeah. of it. And so it's actually one of our OTs um, is the co or the host of our Not Just a Pony Ride. And she actually brings in either individuals from Hetra or partners with individuals outside of even Nebraska to come in and talk about the benefits of horse therapy, um, maybe autism in general, and kind of what we see as participants that we serve mm. that have that are on the spectrum, yeah. um, the different benefits of other services within our community. And it's just phenomenal. So if you ever are interested, yes. go take a listen to Not Just a Pony Ride. I will. I will add that to my mix for sure. Yeah. If Katie does a great job. And, and for those that are listening and don't know, OT stands for occupational therapist. Yes. So we have occupational therapists, physical therapists, and mental health specialists on staff at Hetra. Wow. Yes. What don't you do? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'm exhausted. I'm it is a lot. We do a lot. And it's everyone comes to work each and every day not feeling like it's work yeah. and giving back to the community. And it's a great organization to be a part of. What's your favorite part about your job? Besides asking for money. <laughs> that's actually, that's my least favorite part. Um, I think sharing with the community what Hetra does. Being able, Hetra is a large enough organization and nonprofit, which is fortunate for me that I'm able to then go out and network and meet individuals like you and share what we do within our barn because mm -hmm. a lot of people don't know and it's okay to not know. And that's what I like telling people. Yeah. But it's also great when you run into someone and they're like, oh, I know Hetra, like my neighbor rides or, oh my gosh, I went to Blue Jeans like three years ago. Are you still doing that? And yeah. I'm like, yes, yes, yeah. yes, please yeah. come. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And that was um, obviously how I learned of Hetra and mm -hmm. how we met was through probably the Westo Chamber. Yes. Which is a great organization. I agree. And so advice. So I was um, I was at a networking thing the other day, and mm -hmm. I met someone who actually was starting a new nonprofit. Yeah. So what would your advice be for someone who's maybe just wanting to get into that space? Oh gosh, uh, it takes a village to really start a nonprofit, and you have to believe in what you're doing. And if you believe in what you're doing, people will start surrounding you and believe you as well and mm -hmm. support you. Mm -hmm. uh, but the biggest thing financially is don't rely on just one avenue to make that nonprofit run or any organization for that matter. Yeah. And so Hetra does a phenomenal job of not putting all our eggs in one basket. Mm -hmm. So we have a portion that goes to grants, a portion that goes to fundraising, a portion that comes from the participants and then just community events. And so in case we don't get that big donor back one year or in case a grant doesn't come in like we expected, we have other ways. So we don't have to worry about, are we able to do our services this month? Mm -hmm. Or are we able to support all these participants that need that financial assistance from us? Right. And just making sure that you're spread in a bunch of different places, mm -hmm. I think would be the biggest thing. And that's something Hetra taught me greatly. I didn't even think of it like that yeah. until I was really sat down and was like, 
well, this is why we do all that we do. And this is why each pie is equal so that in case one of them doesn't come back how we expected. Yeah, exactly. Because sometimes I think we're so um, linear in our view and our thinking. Yeah. This is what I'm going to do or this is who I'm going to serve. And you don't realize that you have to do a little bit outside of that. And don't just be focused on, you need someone focused on just your mission, but you also need to know that back end of the business which is difficult for a lot of people. And so that's why our CEO actually is an occupational therapist. And so she still keeps a course load so that Mm -hmm. she knows what's happening in the barn Mm -hmm. as well as the back end. And she'll be the first person to tell you the back end is not her favorite. She loves being with the participants, but being able to know all sides. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, that just makes good business. Yes. Because, you know, you think just because you're a nonprofit doesn't mean that you don't need to be a tip-top business entity yes and it's run like a business because it is a business right and get board members that also know how to help you in all those avenues at how to run a business um maybe for us personally no horses and kind of what care that takes Mm -hmm. so that they're able to then help relay that because horses are expensive yes they are a lot of care are yeah yes i have a relative who had a horse once Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) once it is expensive and time consuming and and you have to be committed yes yes you have to be committed okay so you've done several things you've worked in different markets yeah we're going to change direction just a little bit and then we'll wrap up so what is your definition of a great leader Oh, gosh. Uh, Someone who's willing to learn from anyone. I think learning from your mistakes, learning from the individual next to you, maybe learning from someone who's below you, like, in in theory. Right. But being able to constantly learn and adapt and evolve and being able to get down and dirty or help in the barn or then be able to go to a business meeting and kind of relay the full story. Mm -hmm. It's... Someone who's willing to do it all, learn it all, but not necessarily have to be it all. Mm-hmm. I love that. If that makes sense. I love that. Well, thank you. Yeah. No, that's really, no, that's that's a great definition of a leader. Mm-hmm. I think especially in today's world, it's not so much the ivory tower. It's more collaboration. Yeah. And let's all really And I love sleeves. that. Mm-hmm. I, I love that too. now. All right. So let's wrap up. Where can everyone find you? Where can they learn more about Hetra? You can go to our website at hetra.org, so H-E-T-R-A dot org. Mm -hmm. Um, We also have Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and a TikTok. What? We are on TikTok. Wait a minute. Did you copy me? You did. Uh, our social media does a phenomenal job of doing super cute videos with our horses and following up with the trends and stuff like that. I I love that. Could never, but it's really fun to watch. So well, I will tell you that there's a lot of information on the website. Yes. Lots of places to plug in, learn more, etc. Mm-hmm. And Kaylin, I just want to say thanks. Well, thank you for having thanks me. Thanks for being here. I so appreciate your time. Love learning more about Hetra and sharing with our audience yes. ways that, you know, because again, people just don't know mm-hmm. how many nonprofits there are and the audiences that are served and the benefits thereof. Yes. So that's a wrap, guys. I'm Lynette Arasmith, High Trust Professionals podcast host. And just like my friend here, you can find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and TikTok. (laughs) Please, please share, follow, like, and we'll see you next time.